0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sew,
1: sew, 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 sewing out loud. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue and I'm ZD Donahue. And we do have an in-studio audience for this podcast.
2: That's correct.
1: Yeah, my husband is across the room trying to make our internet better, be amazing. And I'm just sure he's thrilled that we're here.
2: He has to listen to this, yeah. And he has to listen to the first podcast he's ever (laughs) listened to. I I will
1: say that no, because remember I was going to have him do show notes or Uh, something one time, you know. Yeah, and he probably about died
2: when he had to do that. We haven't
1: been together in a while, so I don't feel too bad that he's got to listen to us. You know, we haven't all been around each other. I see. So I don't feel too bad. And today we're going to talk about how to embroider a terry cloth towel. This is. A wonderful embroidery project to start off with. It's a great gift. It's got really good, what do I say, techniques that you're going to learn. Yeah, you you learn a lot of technique. And it's a bit of a follow-up to our stabilizer Mm -hmm. series. We're going to use, how many stabilizers? You're going to use two stabilizers in this project. we'll
2: probably talk about more than two. Yeah,
1: and we're going to talk about marking and centering and all that jazz. Okay, so, oh, also... We have a video on this already. We of do. like,
2: It's one of our biggest hitters, One of our right? biggest,
1: one of the greatest hits. Z yep. Sewing Studio greatest hits. Mallory is like 19 in the video, I believe. You know, what
2: was it the other day? Somebody said about, you know, dog had a wound. Or, uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. And actually, the wound was very much in the same placement as, you know, the dog course that I had made right. for the wound on the dog that we had. And I went back and it was like, it's like nine years, years ago no, or Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, time yeah. flies and you're having fun on the internet. It right? does.
1: Actually, the towel video—I have to say—didn't we? Didn't we hear that someone was? This is when we owned the shop. Someone was down in Texas at another oh, yes. sewing store. Uh-huh. In and Texas, somebody told them, "Go, go watch this yeah, video." Yeah, they right? said, "I don't know how to embroider a
2: towel," and we had we had only been on, like.
1: The interweb,
2: maybe, like, for a couple of years doing Yeah, and stuff. so
1: someone else, not the person who knew us, but right. someone else in the store said, get on YouTube and let Mallory show you how to do that. Okay. Right. so and our
2: customer happened to be there. Yes. And, and she, told us about it. She
1: heard that. So and she said, I know them. Yes. yes, yes it was just So famous. In person. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a project where we actually don't recommend that you hoop the... Correct. The thing you're embroidering on, right. the towel. So what's Terry Cloth? Maybe we should tell people.
2: Well, it's it's it has, you know, a not loops. Loops, you know, yeah. it's loopy, you know, it has a pile to mm-hmm. it, right? And, you know, there's several reasons not to hoop something. Mm-hmm. One would be a hoop burn, which means that it leaves a mark. Yeah. And that, that happens very easily on something like um, a velvet. Yeah. Right? Or a corduroy. And those things have a nap or a pile to them. Mm-hmm. And it can do it on a towel also. Yeah. Or something that's too bulky.
1: That's right. Okay. So if you do hoop a towel, I, I've done it before. Right. On cotton terry cloth, you're going to unhoop it, and you will have a bit of an imprint. And You can generally kind of scratch it out, you know, fluff it up. So that's not our big issue here, but the bulk is an issue. The bulk is probably your biggest
2: issue. The other thing is, is um, the position or the shape of what you're going on. Uh You know, should you hoop this or just lay it down or so... On a towel a lot of times you're on the end. Yeah. Right. And the placement of what you want to put on, you may not be able to actually center it or get it in the right position on it because you're at the end of the towel. Yeah, you might
1: not even end up hooping the whole thing anyway, right?
2: Right. Well, and then that's an issue. If you don't hoop the whole thing and you try to hoop like half the towel. Yeah. The problem there is then you don't have a good seal all the way around mm-hmm. and you could have shifting. Mm-hmm. So there's you know, Lots of reasons to right? not yeah, to not, not to not hoop this. A towel. The other thing is it's easier. Well, <laughs> okay, I was gonna say about it's also right, like
1: you right. something with bulk is hard to hoop. Also a terry cloth towel Terry Cloth is sort of a little, sometimes it feels a little flexible, right? but it's it's not like some kind of slinky knit. And it's one of the best things to actually practice not hooping, I right. think. Yeah, and it so is. It's fairly stable, easy to manage. Right. Uh, with the products that we use to do it, I think it's very manageable. It is. Okay. Yeah. So let's get into it.
2: I just, and and oh, uh, the technique that's on our video and the technique we're talking about, this might not be... The only technique or the only um, stabilizers you might use. And I I go back to, i was all I was doing was somebody asked me how to hoop. And Mm -hmm. we used to teach people how to hoop on like a tea towel. When I say a tea towel, it was just a cotton piece of fabric. Yeah. Right? That, That was one of our projects in like, you know, one of our, what we call guide classes that we would embroider on. And I... But someone asked me to explain it, and I explained it, and I was in front of a a, a customer, a a more long time customer that we had had, and she says, "That's not what you told me," and I said, "Oh, so tell me what I told you." And right. she described what I told her, and she described it very well, and I said, "I believe that's exactly what I told you then." There are new products out, right? and things change, and there's more than one way. And she said, well, should I be doing it the new way? And I said, if you're happy with the way you're (laughs) doing it, I'd stick with it. So, you know, well, I guess what I'm saying is this doesn't have to be exactly what you do, but we're going to give you the reasons that we do do it this way.
1: Okay, let's get into it. All right, so first thing we would have you do is cut a piece of Tearaway Stabilizer that is larger than the hoop you plan to use. That's right. Okay, so we're not going to get into, like, what size design you should use. Obviously, it needs to be the right size for your hoop, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, you know, let's pretend we're just doing a letter or a name or something mm-hmm. like that. So if you followed our advice, uh, you know, and you were buying new stabilizer last time, you might only have fusible tearaway on hand, right. remember? which is
2: tearaway with a little bit of glue. Yes, And
1: But we're not going to Mm -hmm. use that part of it this time. So just hoop up that tearaway. And it should be a medium weight tearaway, probably. We talked about the Sulky Totally Stable, Mm -hmm. which is a real thin tearaway. Right. And I like something a bit heftier than that. Yeah, I like it to have a little beef to it on the towels. For the terry cloth towel. Or you could use two layers, I guess, of the Totally Stable. if
2: you think your stabilizer is not hefty enough, then do two layers. Yeah, you could do
1: two layers. Okay, so you hoop that up, and then the really cool thing about the tearaway stabilizer and even two layers of the totally stable is you can see through it. Yes. A lot of the time. Now you don't have to, but the next thing you're going to do is you're going to take a you can take a ballpoint pen or a pencil. Um, you don't want it to transfer to your fabric, and I've never had the problem with like a ballpoint pen you know doing this I don't do it with like a gel pen that mm-hmm. takes a while to dry or anything like that but I mark like the center the x and y axis of my hoop and so why mm-hmm. I said see-through is we have a gridded cutting mat right so I'll just pop that hoop That's right. with the tearaway stabilizer right there line up my grid and do my x y axis if you don't have that your hoop has it should I've I, Rarely seen if them without them. have lost it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about the uh, the template. I was just talking about on the hoop, they have center markings. On
2: the hoop, they have little hashtags. Little dashes. It's a little, sometimes they're a dash. Sometimes they're a little arrow, but it's usually, like, raised.
1: Well, and let me back up a second, too, because I'm using those dash hash marks right. when I'm lining it up on my grid because sometimes those aren't exactly centered on the actual plastic hoop because some hoops are designed where they have a little extra room. Now, they're they're centered in the stitching area. Right. Okay. But some machines, like the embroidery feet, stick out more to the Mm -hmm. left. So there's hoop clearance there. But it's not stitchable area, okay? So don't measure it yourself. So sometimes,
2: (laughs) like, where your your hoop attaches. Yes. So your stitching area may not be absolutely in the center of your hoop. Right. Right.
1: So use those hash marks to mark those lines with your ballpoint pen, I guess is what I'm saying. Don't, like, measure it and then be like, my hoop has been mismarked because that's not what has happened. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But this is so handy because I think that embroidery placement is one of the hardest things. You know, uh, getting whatever it it is centered.
2: It's also one of the things that, especially after you do embroidery for a while, that you will notice is really screwy. If yeah, you, you're like, oh my gosh, that's on there crooked. Oh or, you know. yeah, you'll start oh, to notice in right. another or, thing. Oh, that's too high on the towel,
1: right, Mallory? Oh, whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. so yeah, well, we won't talk about that in this episode. That's a whole other I'm not like. Talking about you know. placement? Well, no, I said that. I just said that. I said okay. we're not talking about placement, didn't I? Okay. <laughs> Mom wants to bring up my donut towel. She'll have to wait for another episode. But I think placement is extremely important. Go ahead. Well, but we're talking about like the. I don't know. We'll see. We're like 10 minutes in. We got time. Okay. So you mark these centers and it's going to help you align everything. Okay. And then here's where you're talking about products and like different products and everything. I just like to use plain Mm tearaway and then I use a sticky spray. Yes. What could you have used instead? So if I have the tearaway
2: that's got the glue on it, Mm -hmm. that is water. There's that. Activated. Yeah. I like that. And I will only activate like the corners.
1: Yeah. What's the other one? The one where it's got the coating and it's pressure sensitive. Oh, I thought you
2: were going to talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no. So, so we're, we're mean... not using that. No.
1: <laughs> but we could be. You You mean the one like that you peel back? Yeah. The one yeah. you peel back.
2: What is that called?
1: Well, it's called like stick tear. Yeah, or stick pressure tear
2: or something like pressure that. sensitive. So it's like it's like the think of a contact paper and how you peel back the the. Wax paper right. and the sticky is there, okay. so it's like that. I don't
1: personally really like the wet and stick or the peel and stick for a terry cloth because it has pulled loops on me. That's why I only do the corners. Right, right. But the corners don't are still the, the terry thing. cloth. Well, I mean, the, you know, the
2: stick and the stick and tear or whatever you call it, that really will hold on to those loops. So then, yeah, when you go to pull it off, you know, you're pulling your loops.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't like either of those, but I know some people really hate spray, okay? So. Right,
2: and spray is probably the best.
1: Yeah, I would say spray. So yeah. we like the Madeira MSA 1000 and the Sulky KK 2000 and are the two is sprays we like. It is supposed to be
2: temporary. Yeah. It's not quilt basting spray. No. So if you put it on, it will work for like an hour or two, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe. But you know, <laughs> if you do it, it's not going to be on there the next day. Yeah. Do, you know, don't do spray until like you're ready. The, like the moisture in the air will actually release it. I think it's what happens. Yeah.
1: And then a couple of tips for spraying your hoop. Okay. So we've just got tearaway stabilizer with an XY axis on it, hooped up. And now we want to spray it. I want to spray it. Personally. (laughs) So someone shared a really cool tip with us. They took those plastic like drawer liners. Do you remember this? And they cut out the area of their hoop and they put that on top of the hoop. You put that in your glue spray box and you spray the stabilizer. And now no spray has gotten on your hoop. And the plastic drawer liner can go in the dishwasher.
2: Right, and yeah. you, can, you can do it with you know a piece of paper. You can do it. You with can cardboard, do it with anything, but of course the spray will go in there. It starts to get dirty, but you know even like it, even a piece of paper will work.
1: Yeah, so you can use anything, but it's so. Or you, you could just use nothing so and clean your hoop off. The other thing that <laughs> works is you know the
2: cutting boards that are now silicone. Yeah, they go in the dishwasher. They're perfect.
1: Right. Yes. So it's a protection. Now I have. I also used to just spray and then clean off my hoop with an alcohol pad alcohol after. The- at Aqua Velva, yeah. After a few uses, <laughs> uh, but you know you can do whatever. So we right. we had those we had those at the shop. So I spray my hoop, and then I have a sticky marked stabilizer right. in my hoop. And okay, maybe we're going to talk about placement here. So I'll fold my towel in half, hot dog wise.
2: Yes. Okay, long ways. Okay,
1: and I will go to the end of the towel where I want to put my name, and maybe there's a band there. Maybe there's not. Maybe it's just the hem of the well, towel. Well, and this
2: was like kind of what I was really thinking about is the fact that, that there's that woven band yeah. in most most mm-hmm. terry cloth towels. And I have seen people put the embroidery below the band and don't. That does not
1: look right. I mean, you know— <laughs> It if you photograph it right. right and you put it in some, like,
0: bougie
1: uh, – I'm just thinking, like, what's I, – I follow this blog, so no offense to me, but, like, I'm just thinking, like, Food 52 would, like, put towels that had embroidery below the band, and they'd be like, this is the new way to do it or so something.
2: Traditionally. <laughs> not, traditionally. Traditionally, you would embroider above the band, maybe, like, an inch or a half inch. You know, that would be – It's pretty so, close to the band.
1: It's, yeah, it, to, it's close it's close uh, yeah, it's you know
2: it's pretty close. It is. It's pretty close to the band. This is one reason you want to try and get it even mm-hmm. or or because you don't want it to look cockeyed cuz that band is like this reference horizon that you have on yeah, there.
1: Yeah, so whether let's say you have no band and you are like going toward the hand right. or you have the band that's your perpendicular um you know thing that you're going to align to the y-axis mm-hmm. of that you've drawn on your hoop and your x-axis is is um, parallel to the hot dog fold. Right. And you're going to lay your hot dog fold on that X axis, okay, and then unfold it. And the bulk of your towel is over to your left,
2: okay? Which just screws you up with the X and the Y. That's what I'm thinking. No, it doesn't.
1: I'm Mm -hmm. looking at it. If I've got my hoop Mm -hmm. and where it attaches to my machine is over to my left, Mm -hmm. the Y axis... I see what you're – oh, are you saying it like the text is oriented it's, the other way? Is the
2: X and Y on the towel or is the X and Y in the hoop? It's on,
1: it's on the hoop for me right now. Okay, Okay. Yeah. That's see, what that's what I mean, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. X and Y on the hoop. You yeah. watch the video, okay? <laughs> watch the video. It's much better than Mallory's talking, yeah. Whatever. I, I'd like to see you try to explain that. <laughs> okay, so you get to unfold this, well, we, though. Go ahead. And you can put your band – Far down, you know, far, you know, to your right, you don't want to embroider on your band. I kind of let it sit along the edge of the stabilizer, right? I kind right? of use it to keep ma- yourself square. To make
2: me square and straight in the hoop. Yeah, if I sort of line mm-hmm. that up along the side of my hoop, I know that I'm right. And, and if- I know my design will fit. Above it in the hoop.
1: That's right. Yeah, because right. if you put the band in the middle, you don't have a lot of room. That's right? right. So you, you gotta push put yourself out of room.
2: Right. right. And then, And the fact that you put the bulk of the towel yes. to the left of your machine means that you can monitor that bulkiness and is hopefully it's not getting caught on anything or shoved up in anything or whatever. Because that's where bit the embroidery
1: mistakes happen. Um, I went into a sewing store I was going to say what dealership it was but I won't say yeah keep your mouth shut I went to a sewing store when I was on my honeymoon and they had a towel going on one of their machines and the bulk was in in the throat no it was in the throat of the machine and I was like no one was watching it and I was like it's just like hanging out there Well, it just makes everything more (laughs) difficult
2: there's just no reason for it to be there well and I was like
1: I this could this could turn bad but you know anyway But there's
2: no reason for it to be there yeah
1: it's better for it to be out of the hanging
2: way. it off the back is okay if you have a lot of room there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but still, you've got more bulk in the throat of the machine than you have to have. Yeah,
1: it's be- it's best to have that all to the left, and you do but have to, you know, you can like roll it up and mm-hmm. and clip it. I picture one of those like hair clips, or you can just right. you know have it supported. You need to monitor it. I really would monitor it. I don't I don't leave my embroidery alone. You know, I don't like. Go no. into a different room, right? I don't know. Yeah, I used to cook dinner and embroider
2: at the same time, and those are in two different levels of the house, so I'm not going to say anything. And you never messed
1: anything up, I'm never, sure. Never. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Well, that's the food. Not the n- towel. Nothing. nothing. Nothing ever got. Nothing, nothing ever no. got messed up. Okay. No. <laughs> so, uh, never.
2: Let's let's take. Uh, a, I never came up, and the machine was just going with the foot like hanging off the side or anything.
1: Okay, well, let's take a quick break and come back and let's get to stitching this towel. Zidi, what's your favorite way to measure yourself? With my Easy Check tape
2: measure. So tell me
1: a little bit about this. It's
2: the only way to measure myself, I why, think.
1: Why? Why is it so magical? Well, because there's a slide on it. Uh huh.
2: You actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide, and then you fit it to the measurement, and then you can unsnap, and the slide remains on the place that you've measured. So, if you're trying to measure your
1: arm, right, or your underbust, right, or your or thigh, your head. or your head, oh, yeah, the head, right. definitely. Well, <laughs>
2: and you know, measuring yourself is one thing, but even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically where the measurement is and so if i'm and this happens to you that you're measuring somebody and they start talking to you and you're like was that 21 or 23 oh my gosh right and where with this
1: you know it, it this slide has marked it i also have heard feedback from customers who say I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren That's and it will right. be accurate. Right.
2: Right. Well, we've actually had trainers too. Yep. That that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, he right. he didn't have to put his hands on the person right.
1: or whatever. Also, This tape measure, when you use it with a snap, it's impossible to work from the wrong side. That's the other thing I was going to say. You can't measure from
2: the 60 and you have to measure from From the the 1 and 0. Right, right. And I said 60, but, um, you know, it also has the
1: millimeters on the other side, too. So you've got... um, You have imperial imperial and you... Have metric, metric, Uh, right? And so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself, uh, and you just don't want to be fumbling around. Well, and I think you know,
2: the thing is, don't order one because if somebody sees it a husband, or a daughter, or just a friend I mean, honestly. At Christmas time, I would put this like in almost everybody's stocking stuffer. And I think it's a great thing to like send away to college with people, things like that where Fabulous. You, you want yeah. something measured.
1: Well, if you're interested in your own easy check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at sohere.com/tape measure and you can check it out for yourself. So, so, sewing
0: out love.
1: Okay, and we're back. So let's get this towel in the machine, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. It's stuck down. It's perfectly aligned on whatever axes on the Z axis, you know. Yeah. the X, it, Y, Z, <laughs> A, B, C, spine. D. <laughs> Everything's wonderful. And you're going to carefully put it on your machine. Some machines, like on the Baby Lock, we have to slide the hoop in. Right. Um, on other machines, it sort of clips in. Well, you know. But Baby Lock, depending on...
2: The model. Yeah. They Some slides, some, some clips. Clip, some, yes, right. yes. No,
1: sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Right. Some baby locks, it, it clips in. And that is, so the slidey ones have a little lever, and it's very straightforward, and the machine will, like, ding right. at you if it isn't in there right. I really like the slidey it's ones It's very nice. Better, yeah. Uh, on some of the lower-end models and some of the entry-level models, you do have a clip, and you, you need to make sure you've got it all clipped, and you do have some towel hanging over. So it can be... So just be aware. It can be a little challenging. Um, And you want to
2: make sure you don't have any towel under the hoop. That's right. (laughs) Again, this is all about having that bulk to one side and being able to control and monitor it. Yeah, know
1: where where everything is. Okay, now that you've got it in your machine, though, if we're talking about placement here, we've done some very, like, general things in putting it in the hoop, okay? And what you can do now on... Any level of embroidery machine is you should be able to trace the rectangle, the perimeter of your design.
2: It's a square or a rectangle. You don't know. A square
1: is a rectangle. Well, that's true. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You can trace, but what I want to say is, I just
2: don't want them to be looking for a rectangle and it's a square. Ah. Okay. 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 In fact, it looks like usually, usually, yeah, the the icon looks like a square. It looks.
1: Sometimes it looks like a square. That's like dashed. And then a little arrow. Arrow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes
2: it's just a dashed square. You know, they're they're very similar. On
1: the most basic, okay, so you get to, I'm going to go from most basic to most advanced in this perimeter check thing. So on the Bose Basic machine, you hit your perimeter check button, whatever it looks like. Right. And this is going to be on the screen of your embroidery machine. And it will trace that square and then stop. And you better have been paying attention. That's right. to where the square was traced, and then you're most likely... But you can hit it again. You can, yes. You can hit it as many times as you want. Well, and you're going to, because you're going to move your design probably toward your band or your hem. Right. Possibly. Depends on how big it is, how big your hoop is, you know.
2: And the other thing is, is the needle may stop at the beginning of the design, or it may stop at the middle of the design. So you need to know that. Or...
1: It can stop at the corner of the square. Or at the corner of the square. So there are right. three different things right. it can do.
2: Yeah, you're totally right. So, so can, th- that's, but that's particular to your machine. Yeah, you, so need, you need to need look. To, you need to know that. You need to have had a lesson on it. Right. And you can change it sometimes. Sometimes you can choose. Yes. And sometimes on the more advanced machines, you can just touch well, uh, your minute. screen.
1: I wanna right? get, yeah, I wanna get there. I wanna get there. Yeah. So you're gonna trace that rectangle or that square and you're gonna bump it over, probably to your right. I'm not, you know, not saying definitely, maybe you do have to move it to the left, but you're going to move it to your right and you're going to retrace again, right? Is that that my right or your right right or your left? It's my, it's when you're, don't confuse people. She's confusing people but when just I'm being perfectly dad, clear. Okay, I'm, just I'm about, not him. I'm just thinking Get over about that. him one time and I said something.
2: <laughs> I said, Would you look in my right eye or something? And he said, My right or yours. And I
1: was like, No, my right eye stays in the same okay, place. This podcast is between me and you. You can you and Jerry can start your own podcast about not about spatial things. Because I think it, I think you might need to. Uh, so anyway, you probably moving it down toward your band or your hem, you're gonna retrace and you're like, Okay, great. So, this is wonderful. Perimeter Trek is great. But I want you to picture, if you will, my name. Right? My name okay. is... Okay. My name is Mallory. <gasps> and it has a Y at the end. Oh, no. Okay? Yes. So, and a Y hangs down. Y hangs down. All right. So, just keep in mind as you're visualizing your design, it's like if you've got the the rectangle going down... The perimeter check, you know, is going to go to the end of that Y, all right? So just think about that with your designs. Um, If you want something that's completely flush with the band, you're going to need to put flowers under Uh, Mallory. Or 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 make it a block, capital letters, That's right, exactly. So just think about that. So that's with the most basic machine embroidery perimeter check function. And then Mom was talking about how you can get more advanced. The next advanced step is that you get to pick... Oh, I want to see the lower right-hand corner, mm-hmm. the upper right-hand corner. I want to see the right center. I want to see the center center. I want to see that there's like nine right. points, right? Right.
2: All, all four corners, all four middles and a middle. <laughs>
1: That's right. right. That's right. I love this. Okay. This – I could stop here. Okay. This this would be where I would want to have – this is where I want this feature to be for me. And I think like in Baby Lockland. Gosh, I don't know what they're called anymore. They may have updated the names, but, like, on the Aventura. Mm-hmm. And it used to be called the Allure Plus, and I'm certain it's not called that anymore. No, that's really old. <laughs> that's got to be the yeah. wrong name. But, like, that... There are people listening
2: to this that weren't born then. Yeah, yes.
1: That is uh That is a... That's a machine that has it. And so, with this, you get that... You want to pick one of those points it's over on that right hand side mm-hmm. and then you can, the needle will go there and you can just move it over. Right. And you don't have to keep retracing. Right. That's what I love about that. And you could make sure that like your center of your towel is actually centered and all that jazz. Okay. Now then, there's the machines with the camera on them where it scans the towel. It shows you on the it screen. It projects Mallory onto, onto the,
2: the towel. Yes.
1: And you can be like, oh, I want to add some flowers under Mallory or like a paddle Okay, and then, when, and
2: then when someone tells you, "Oh, that's so easy. You don't even need any skill to do that."
1: Yes, you do. You oh. have to understand the machine. Oh, you know, you just said project, so yeah, there is that now. So there's yes. what I was saying is it puts the image you took as like oh, a yes. background uh, on the, the background. screen, right? You
2: can get the image of your tile on your screen and with then, the design but now there it. is a Finally, but now it will project a it right onto. Mm-hmm. So you have the basically the shadow of Mallory. Yeah. Projected down on your towel. That's like, right. You know exactly where it's going to be. Nutso. It was not like this when I started using embroidery machines at all.
1: Yeah. So if you're a sewing machine salesperson, this uh, whole perimeter check thing, this was a big, this was a big decision maker right. for people. Yeah. Uh, and man, just that square gets traced and it stops, and you're like, "Crap, where was it?" You know. Yep. <laughs> you have to move it. You have to try again. And I just loved being able to go to one point move my design down pretty close to the band and go. So there you go. Uh, you're gonna that's how you're going to move it. And then another important stabilizer is going to come into play here, right? So you're going to put some kind of topping on here. Or you're going to be sorry, one or the other. (laughs) What you're
2: going to get is ugly.
1: Yeah. And this is not an opinion.
2: This is a fact. You will not get your design. It will be hidden because the little forest of all the loops will come up, you know, between your threads. Uh The threads are meant to lay the fibers down. Well, these are just too wild and crazy for it to lay down. To so eat. you need something to lay those fibers down so that the threads can slide over them and lay lay them down, you know, yes, and they aren't going to be popping up. Believe me, you will get ugly. People used to bring in ugly mm-hmm. and we had to act like it was okay. <laughs> and you know, but no. It it's, no, you want it to use it's not the topping. worth it, guys. Don't, don't to, do it To save, it. you know, ten cents and not put that yeah over the I don't know why people would think they could skip it or. No, people want like to. to skip it though. They I don't do. know, I don't get it. It doesn't even make sense to
1: me. So on a cotton, you could use the wet of uh, the uh, wash away topping that we talked about. Or you could use the heat away. All right, and we are talking about terrycloth towel, I know, mm-hmm. but a few of these things can apply to polyester fleece. So, the, you felices. know, the
2: washaways we were talking about, the water solubles, are the ones that appear to look like plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. You know, they just look like a clear sheet yes. of, um, you know, plastic. Right. I, I, I don't know how else yeah, to describe that's, it. Like and the, the, um, the wrap, like
1: uh, cling film cor- or saran fir- wrap right. is what we call it rap, over right. here. Mm-hmm. Um, So you're going to put that on, and then here's another thing that can sometimes be included with a machine, uh, or you can, like, buy these. They are basting stitches. Right. Okay? And this can be really cool and useful, and I I do like them. So on your sewing machine, on your embroidery machine, some machines will have the option to where you can baste around the design, or you can baste the whole hoop. Or
2: sometimes, right, you just baste the whole hoop. Yeah. And either one... Is good now, if you, know. you just
1: do it around the design, you could potentially save more topping exactly if your design is small, right? Okay, so there's that. Uh, I if you baste it around the whole hoop, your entire project is a little bit more secure. Well, kind of and nice.
2: the thing that's nice about that is it's now cons- secured to the back, right? You know, it's the secured under, to the, the stabilizer, stabilizer right. right?
1: It's so it's not just about keeping this down, it's right. about keeping everything in place. If you don't have the basting stitch option, something I still kind of like to do is to cellophane tape down the topping right and the you know cellophane tape
2: you know we use low-tech tape and you know all the different funny tapes we use in our studio and cellophane tape is like the best thing for embroidery because you can stitch through it and pull the part that's you know it's to the public off, and the little cellophane part yeah just, just goes stays away. away you know, yeah, I'm everything's fine. It's yeah, fine. where <laughs> if you use if you use you know another tape, uh-huh. there's a there's a possibility that that it will be visible. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. more difficult to remove. Yeah, I
1: wouldn't. In case you stitch through painters tape, when, when I did kind of screwed. When
2: I did commercial embroidery, uh-huh. we used cellophane tape a lot yeah. to like as a guideline. And again, mm. we didn't have all these features mm-hmm. at that time. This is back in the dark ages of embroidery. And um, we use cellophane tape a lot like on, you know, just T-shirts when we were putting logos on so that we would keep things straight. Right, You know, we just go around and like, you know, put because then we didn't have to worry about if a mark wouldn't come off uh-huh. or, you know, would reappear again or what. We just took, you know, the yeah. tape off and it'd be over with.
1: Yeah, that's for real, especially when you're doing stuff for other people. I mean, you don't want it for yourself either, but when you're doing things for other people, you don't want marks not coming off or coming back or anything. So absolutely, marking your X and Y and Z axes with a cellophane tape is a great idea. Um, So (laughs) do not have that. Okay, and so then you've got this sandwich in the machine. Okay. Yes, so you've got the
2: stabilizer underneath, which is your tearaway. And it's hooped. And you've got your... The peanut butter in the middle is your towel, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that is somehow secured onto
1: that, right? Spray with the Mm -hmm. Mm water-activated adhesive or the pressure-activated adhesive. And
2: (laughs) then on top of that is your clear wash-away, you know, stabilizer.
1: Wash-away or Or heat-away for your terry cloth. Yeah,
2: heat-away. You know, the thing that bothers me about heat-away is Irons. I never know what kind of iron someone has and how predictable that iron is. Okay. I Yeah. I so, know. <laughs> you know, and it and thread melts. Okay. So, heat away is not my favorite.
1: Yeah, I I would agree, but I'm yeah. I'm bringing that up because no, it's there. It, yeah, it does happen. Okay. And there's things you don't want to get wet. Yep. And the, there and the, there's the, things you don't want to heat up. So I was yes. gonna say probably on your cotton terry cloth towel, heat away is okay. All right, yeah. is what I wanted to to bring up. And honestly, in my experiences with heat away, you barely – you don't have to touch the iron to it. Right. You kind of get it Sometimes you can get
2: above it. Yeah, and yeah. it
1: sort of evaporates.
2: But like I said, I just – I get real leery when I'm telling people to put heat on something. Yeah. Because, you know, I think about – You can can melt those polyester threads, and people will do it. They'll have that high, you know, or they don't look at what they've got. You know, they left the iron on a setting, Mm -hmm. and they forgot to change
1: it. I just, it just scares
2: me. Yeah. Okay. So if if, you're scared of the iron, don't use heat.
1: We're going to tell you to press your towel later, so. Right. Uh, (laughs) And we'll tell you how. Yes. You get to stitch your towel now. Yes. Go
2: for it. So however your machine works and all that, blah, 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 blah. And I would suggest polyester thread.
1: Well, because, especially because the towel yes. gets
2: worn and washed. And oftentimes a towel that we do is a beach towel or uh-huh. swim pool towel. And it's out in the UV light. So we prefer polyester thread on, on this kind of a towel.
1: Yeah. And now I have to admit, we haven't bought embroidery thread in a while. Because we left the shop with like an entire display yes. of Floriani thread. An
2: infinity worth.
1: <laughs> a lot of embroidery thread. Right. And, however, I do want to kind of call out that brand because the Floriani polyester really served us well, served so many people very well. And I made a towel for a, my college boyfriend. And then we broke up and, like, I took it back because he didn't want to pack it, you know, and take it back home. And so then it was a dog towel. And it was a black towel with red thread on it. And I bleached it because it was a dog Dog towel. towel. And the black towel got the, you know, pinky bleach spots on it. The Floriani red polyester embroidery thread was still perfection. And so I, you know, I guess I had never actually bleached it, you know. (laughs) So I did but I do I did. I finally did actually bleach that thread and it's just very color fast and durable. So we do really, we do really like that. And they're still around and they're they've got software and Stuff. They have all kinds they of got spells. all sorts yep. of things. They they have they a have stabilizer. Good, they have good tutorials, yep. too. Yep, yep. So uh, polyester embroidery thread probably for that towel. And then you're going to be finished embroidering. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're just going to take your towel and you're just going to rip it out of your machine, right, Mom? No, you're no. not. Oh, okay. All and right.
2: you're not going to rip your stabilizer <laughs> That's off right, right away either.
1: So tell us – we – we are going to gently remove our hoop from our embroidery machine.
2: Right. Right. And we're going to look and we're going to sort of inspect and make sure it's like we want in case we had to go back and
1: fix We're something. not going to unhoop it. No.
2: And I'm not going to remove my top stabilizer
1: until I make sure like all my jump threads are clipped. Yeah. Let's pretend it's stitched fine. You don't have right. to put it back in and like redo something. Then leave leave it hooped, leave those stabilizers on and trim those jump stitches with duckbill scissors. Right. And
2: you may not have any jump stitches. But if you do, this is the time to do it. You won't clip your loopy loops. Oh, my gosh, right? yeah. it's, it's really, you know, it's hard to trim on the terry cloth. It really is.
1: Duckbill scissors or those squeezy curved snips. Yeah. I'm a the curved
2: teary. snip. Curved. Or... I, I like a curved snip myself.
1: I like the duckbills on the back on the tearaway. Yeah. They just yeah. slides just slide, right. slides So right. nice and easy. Um, But that's the back. It's not right. as 3D as the front. So
2: the next thing we're going to do is... I would turn it not on hoop but I would turn it over and I would see if I had to remove tear away that was in little nooks and crannies.
1: Oh, you know what I want to before that okay. is the basting stitch. Oh yeah. To, so if you did get to use a basting stitch, the where it starts and stops, there's probably a little like knot of thread. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to clip that before right, you remove right. the stabilizer you're, too. You are right. Otherwise it can pull on things. Yeah. So, anyway. Or it gets sorry. down in there and you really can't get it. Well, if you, yeah, you can it. Yeah, a red dot or something. If you, yeah. yeah, if you no. can't see it, don't worry about it. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: say you did a design and, you know, it was floral but, and it had some little stems and stuff so there are actually like little triangles of stabilizer you've uh-huh. got to get out on the back there maybe aren't even little as big s- as a coin right centers
1: of o's and yeah, a's yeah just stuff. really
2: and okay getting these out is much easier if it's still in the hoop mm-hmm. okay because it's stretched once you you know get it out it unstretches sort of relaxes and like Mallory said, the curved little clips. Another thing that I like to remove that piece with, okay, is a flat, the tiny flathead screwdriver that sometimes comes with your machine.
1: Mm. I held that, up a pair of tweezers. That's not what she's talking.
2: Tweezers about. are good too. <laughs> so I, I mean, there's all kinds of tools that people like here. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm telling you is the little. You know, it's it's tiny, tiny flathead screwdriver, and I like it because it's flat. Yeah, and it's just you know, I can get sort of on the edge and like just kind of go up Poke under it. there and yep. pop it off. You know, now the other thing you do is you hold your fabric when you remove your stabilizer. Mm-hmm. When you're okay, don't just pull yeah, we, on the stabilizer. We talked about
1: that a bit in the tearaway yeah, podcast, right? Support it.
2: I, there's a lot of things we've talked about before. We're saying here, but you know, <laughs> you'll. <laughs> Things do deserve repeating. They do. Sometimes. They do. Yes, But so when you're when you're taking out that little detail of stabilizer, you hold on to the where the, the embroidery threads have been laid down mm-hmm. and then you pull the stabilizer away. If you don't just pull because you're pulling from under. You know, you're pulling that out from under the stabilizer. All that's happened is that has been that stabilizer's been perforated right. with the needle very close, and sometimes it's almost ready to fall off, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not. You don't know.
1: Yeah, so we're going to remove that. And then the front, you've trimmed your jump stitches, and you have your water-soluble. Right. Now, that stuff you can just kind of almost... Tear away easily you can, with your you can fingers. Go, I kind
2: of roll it away. Yeah, sort of. yeah.
1: if there is mm-hmm. a little piece that's not coming away easy, that is where I do like to use tweezers, or or leave
2: it if it's really leave it. if it's really questionable. You're afraid you're going to damage something. Leave it. It will go away. It'll go away.
1: Now let's talk a little bit. Okay, and then oh, let's you do. You want unhoop? Well, let's unhoop and press right. Well,
2: unhoop and take away. Any I guess other. we did stabilizer that
1: might be. You if know. we tear away our stabilizer though, we've unhooped it because it wasn't connected to the hoop it wasn't hooped the towel wasn't hooped so right. if we've torn away our stabilizer right. it's out of the hoop it should be um and then uh it's nice to press your embroidery afterwards right mom exactly so you press it face down into a terry cloth towel into a towel. or
2: <laughs> a padded <laughs> diaper is really nice yeah like a pre-folded diaper um if anybody's got those available so What you're doing is you have actually added dimension Mm -hmm. with this embroidery. And you don't want to take your dimension away. So you put this towel face down, the embroidery face down, and then you press it. That way you're not obliterating the puffiness of the towel or the puffiness of what, you know, you you wind up with the right... Diment- you don't want to flatten. Mm-hmm. The you don't want right going on. You don't
1: right. want to flatten out what you've done. And actually, I do that on a lot of embroidery. Oh yeah, face I do down. it on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I would recommend the pressing face down into a padded surface is right. my is a recommendation I think for all embroidery. Right. Let's talk a little bit about choosing designs and uh other stuff with a pile. Okay? Uh-huh. If you're choosing... Like fleece. Yeah, like fleece and stuff. So if you're choosing a design for a terry cloth towel, don't pick something that's got a bunch of running stitches.
2: You don't want anything fine.
1: Yeah, you need a thick Mm -hmm. either like a satin stitch it's like a broad stroke or you need something that's really filled in right. you know with a step stitch so
2: you it, don't want something delicate here right
1: i did a towel for like one of zelda's friends and it was a letter and then it had like butterflies around it and the butterflies then had like some flying lines coming out you do not see the lines i didn't yeah. see, you know you couldn't see the lines very well but like the butterflies were so cute that right. i was glad they were included um So anyway, don't waste your time with uh, some kind of outline monogram. It's got to be filled in. Save those for your tea towels. Or your,
2: you know, cotton, very, uh, you know,
1: level, Mm -hmm. woven things. Right, right. So pick a bold design so it stands out in your terry cloth. And the same thing goes for fleece. uh, Like velvets. Corduroy's, and corduroys, things like that. Your anything
2: that has any, you know, pile to it, pile to it.
1: Okay. And then I need to, I need to, uh, to share a story that comes along with a recommendation. So let's pretend you do. You just fallen in love with this monogram that has all these fine lines, you know, to it or something. What you can do is you can incorporate applique into your monogram. You make it an applique. Yeah. Yes. So you can do this in software. Some machines have the ability to do this, but what you would be doing is you'd be laying down like a piece of woven fabric over the towel. Okay. Getting yourself a shape and then the monogram is embroidered on top of that. Okay. So you're, you're all good. Um, there. And I had an embroidery client come to me with this little pink, like bunny suit, like for a three-year-old mm-hmm. and they were like she just wears it all the time and we want to put her monogram on it and I was like because it gets confused with someone else's yeah. bunny suit what I don't know okay so <laughs> so it was not even <clears throat> I don't even know what this fabric was I guess it was kind of like a knitted fleece right. like a minky uh-huh. so, but it was but like wasn't. a velour well no, no. it had fibers coming up like Uh a fur Uh you know like a knitted faux fur I guess oh okay so I think I can envision the monogram in my mind it was JPM and they picked this font and it was fairly bold so I thought it'd be fine but it had to be kind of small because it's for like a three or four year old and I followed all of the instructions outlined in this podcast and embroidered it looked great in the hoop then I went to unhoop it and yeah the fibers just you couldn't, it, you just it was it. gone. It was right. completely gone. And I was like, oh, you can't tell that I stitched on it. You can't tell that there's a monogram. No, here. like almost, I could have been like, can't do it, sorry. Right. And handed it back to them and they wouldn't have noticed. So what I did, I actually think I tried to embroider it again. And it swallowed it up again.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> and then
1: I finally put a rectangle of pink flannel right a lighter pink flannel on it and it was like darker pink monogram got the jpm and but like around the rectangle where there was a satin stitch you like couldn't see it because this fabric it was like some kind of stitch swallowing monster that (gasps) could you know (laughs) it's just like i couldn't believe how effective it was it's like how can it even hide the stitches so well can't
2: can't see a seam in that that right, baby.
1: Now, some fleeces, I uh, okay, I did all those show choir fleeces in high school, and at first I was putting a topping on them, and I just had to do so many. I tried one without a topping, and the design and the contrast of the thread, everything was fine, and I didn't do right. a topping on it. But you I, you know, I mean,
2: that those stitches were very much filled, and it mm-hmm. was very big, very broad. I mean, and that that velour. That fleece was an well, high not high
1: pile. I definitely right. still have that sweater, you and do. I could put a picture of it. I uh, still so that fleece. Right. We still lasted forever. So uh, anyway, that uh, you, you. I mean, you know, you could always test something. Yeah, now, test The it thing out. is,
2: is how do you test a garment that mm-hmm. you know? But if you had if it's you know, if you have a piece of the fabric. You can trust
1: it. Yeah. Now, if I was just doing one fleece, so let's right. pretend I bought one fleece jacket you for play a friend, it safe. and I was making a gift, I would just put some topping on it. However, I did like 40 of these, and I stitched one out without topping, knowing full well I could leave it in the hoop and restitch. Right. Okay. So you can always do that. Okay. Let's pretend uh, your topping shifted. Ooh. Okay. Uh, you don't have a basting stitch. Your tape moved. Uh, something like that, and your topping shifted, and some of your design stitched without topping underneath it. Just go back and re-stitch over that spot. Every embroidery machine allows you to rewind somehow.
2: Back, yes, t- go back stitches or go forward stitches or whatever. That's right, and it goes back one at a time or ten at a time or a hundred. You know, there's, I mean, and different choices
1: can become a bit of a pain in the butt because, right. like, if part of the pink balloon was off of the right. The topping, you have to stitch out the whole pink balloon, and then if the black outline was over the pink balloon, you have to restitch the black outline. You know, you'll have to think about this, but it is totally okay to go back and restitch over things. Or if you you know this happened to me, I chose the wrong color one time. Yeah, or I thought it was like one green and it was another. Right. And I remember someone being like, oh, just stitch right back over it with the other color. And right. i was like, oh,
2: all right. Like <laughs> that's why we we said. You know, look at your design before you move remove it from mm-hmm. off before you even take it off the machine. Yeah. And then look at it again. Yeah. Okay? And sometimes you know this design real well. You've done it more than once. So, you know, you get you don't have to look as close. If it's the first time you've ever done it or anything, look, you know, the worst thing that happens is, you know, the dog's tail is on the bunny rabbit or something. Right. I mean it it can happen. <laughs> Stuff shifts, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Stuff shifts. I like that shift happens yeah, yeah shift happens oh well you know before I, I think the biggest mistake i would make on towels when i was first starting embroidering was that the topping would flip over and get that happens on yes. top of the foot well, right
2: and a lot of times when i i, I don't know do you talked about topping to yeah. to use the cellophane uh-huh. to put it down. You know there are other ways to do it. Sure, you can use a pin. You got to eh, make sure you know. a or you can dampen that a little bit oh. and make it sticky. Mm. You know, but um, uh, cellophane tape is just such a good cellophane idea.
1: tape or basting. You know, I really mm. like the basting. It doesn't
2: mean that tape's not going to pop off though when you turn right. your back. Yep. You know when you go just, make dinner.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, and the, with the with the topping, if you do have a really dense design. Sometimes it can get real chewed up, and you need to put another layer on. Like, yes. I've, I've seen it. Yes. Let's pretend the first color goes down, right. and it goes all over the map. Especially if you there's know? a lot
2: of understitching or right. something. It can, like, really, like, just eat it up. So you okay.
1: can always slide another layer under yeah. there. You know, it's just, just fine to do that. So keep that in mind all right, I think that's terry cloth and fleece and uh, so like fleece blankets that's a that's a gift that especially a lot of people like to baby, do especially baby you know baby blankets mm-hmm. you're
2: doing and here's where you know another reason you know just sticking it down is because a lot of times you'll want it on the corner of the mm. blanket. So, you know, you pick that corner and yeah. you line that up and you're not hooping that whole thing. That's
1: right. That's right. No, it's so it's good to have all your stabilizer right. hooped and then just lay that shape down, right? Okay. Well, anything else about uh, well, why Are you uh, looking terry at me? Cloth I don't know. It's just you're so smart, I you just know, don't everything. Know. You know, you know um. everything.
2: <laughs> well, I think the one thing about towels, and I have told this story before, is people love to get them. Yeah. And that's how you got invited to most of the birthday parties. That's right. No one really child. liked
1: me. They just they to They didn't like get Mallory. They just wanted the towel just their kid to was going to get. But, you know, you
2: give a kid a towel with their name on it, you know, a young kid, and that's their. It turns out to be their beach towel, or even yeah, even fine. the fact that it has their name on it, and it's in their bathroom. And then when they go away to college, you know, you give them more towels with their names on them because that basically yeah um, right labels them, and or you know, and then you put their school name on it or something. Mm-hmm. But um, my children never appreciated this, but all the children I gave it to did. So you know, to- towels are just good good things. Yeah, really, good and gifts towels to have. are good like jokes. Yeah. Okay. Because they can
1: be like sort of private articles.
2: So you can write anything you want on a towel as a joke, you know. And I mean, um, I gave, I embroidered one for my friend one time that said, don't, don't, I'm trying to think what it is. It said, don't tell my mother I'm a real estate agent.
1: She thinks I'm a murderer. She, or no, something. no. She,
2: yeah, she thinks I'm. I play the <laughs> piano in a strip joint. Oh, yeah. You know, like because you know, so you could do like little funny things like yeah. that that are very
1: personal. Yeah, you know, we used to. It's so funny how the world has changed. Okay, so we no longer run a sewing store in the middle of Missouri, uh, and so we can like embroider whatever we want and share it on Instagram. That's you know, because right. every
2: <laughs> we used to have employees that would like come in, you know, because they would use our machines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially somebody was like in college was working for right. us, or, and she'd say, um, "Can I write this on a towel? Would you mind?" And I'd go, "You're just gonna have to stay after." Yeah, you're just come yeah. do it when the shop's not but open. Yeah, you know? we, we do stuff like that too. We write it. We, we put obscene things, you know, right. on towels too or whatever. Um, Mallory's towels when she went away to school, one of them was labeled genius. Oh yeah, and one was labeled fetus. <laughs> These were the nicknames that her older sisters had yeah, given her. That's
1: what they called me. So you know, so not everybody just, understands a tile that says fetus on it. So my roommates and mates, they just thought I was really cool and normal and stuff. So, yeah, that's how that worked. It said fetus. Yeah, and they, genius they, 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 on they it. just
2: yeah. Well, just so Mallory was like were in the gifted program. So every time she did something stupid. Her sisters made sure to call her genius. Yes. 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 Oh, genius. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. And ZD, take it away. So long and so happy.